0: Welcome to Tony's Take Podcast. All right, Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 312. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have off-road Andy. Uh, hello. And interrupter, Tony.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know we were uh, starting. I thought Andy was waiting for me, but I didn't realize that. I forgot you were... Already going, so I apologize for that. But if everybody heard, I
0: am good. I'm good to go. It is all part of the fun. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. Uh, We're actually going to go right back to you, Tony, with uh, a story of yours about the drive home last week.
1: Yeah, so uh, we uh, do this podcast in a little slummy city in downtown Culver City. (laughs) with uh at with Andy but uh right next to Jack FM. Yeah. So uh anyway, on my uh this was just one of those like just a story about like how honestly just how quickly uh life can happen. And so uh after congratulations, the, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And so uh after the podcast life last moves week, pretty fast. It does. So after the podcast last week, uh the three of us watched a a horror movie, I guess, slasher thriller, whatever you want to call it. So I don't know if that puts some bad juju in the air or what, but, uh, I was, um, on my way home and I live about, I don't know, 15 minutes from here. And it's one of those things where it's like, it's, it's kind of like whether I take the freeway or whether I take side streets, it's, it's really not going to be that much faster, but I hate everyone. So I I don't like taking the freeway. I like taking side streets when I can, if, if like, it's not gonna be that much faster. But anyway, I'm taking side streets. I'm on my, um. Way home. And I'm stopped at an intersection and it, it like a regular size intersection, not like a small intersection. It was over there by uh, the Tustin auto mall. If that does anything for you, Sean or Andy, like the location. I know where El Camino. Real. Yeah, exactly. I think it might've been that actually that intersection. And so I'm in the middle lane. I'm stopped. There's a car next to me and I drive a white truck, but the car next to me was in this little, a little car, like almost look like a, like a little old Mazda or something like that. Like it was, Smaller car, and then I don't think there was anybody to our right. So I mean, it's at this point it was probably like what it was flirting with ten o'clock at night. I feel like, and so anyway, we're, we're stopped at the red light for at least five, ten to twenty seconds. You know, like we're there for a bit. Light goes green. Neither of us like gun it. You know, we're not in a hurry. I'm like going mellow. Light goes green. You know, we start going. We're both going. We're in the middle of an, in the intersection, and then boom. This car guns it through, like coming the the opposite way, comes through the intersection right in front of me and right in front of this guy. And somehow both of us just saw this car go in front of us and both just stopped. I don't know about him, but I didn't see this guy coming from, you know, the other direction, the way he was coming. But I saw him come in front of me, obviously, and I just stopped. This guy stopped and I was just like, holy shit, because... That's one of those things where like, if I had been a little bit farther back and like the light was green, I was still going like my, you know, let's say 45, 50 miles an hour. Like that guy would have gotten me and then, or had the guy to my left. And I don't know how it would have got turned out for me because I was in a truck, but this guy was flying. But I know for a fact, the guy to my left, had he decided to like gun that light and get going quick or something? Like he would have been really fucked up if not dead because that guy, I mean, he came like that was an awful red light that he ran. Like that light was probably red for like, cause it's not like when a light turns red, mine immediately turns green. It takes like a second, like, or so. And then we waited like, you know, half a second, a second. Then we were in there. I mean, that light was probably red for like three to five seconds, like fully red for three to five seconds before this guy even was, you know, blew through it. And it was, it really wakes you up. And then the very next, uh, uh, and then we're driving and then we're at the very next intersection. I, I, look over at this guy and he like, looks over at me, like not the guy that ran the light, but the guy that was next to me looks over at me. And we both, I rolled down my window and he just looks over at me and just like, kind of does like the crazy sign. Like, but it was one of those things where, you know, it was one of those moments where we were two strangers, but we acknowledged to one another like shit, dude, like that could have actually been really, really bad. And so it's, it's just a, Wake up call where, you know, you just in that situation, you know, like I was just, you know, driving home after another another night of the podcast, you know, eating some gummy worms, drinking some beer, watching some horror movies afterwards. And then like, just like that life, you know, could be gone in a flash and it's like, or at least severely injured in a flash or like anything, you know, but it's just like, beware out there because there are crazy people like in the, on the road. And like they say, like the road is one of the scariest Places to be really it really is it's a weapon that we drive every day everybody that drives
0: mm-hmm. people are drunk people are on their phone we as a human race do not deserve to drive ourselves I agree it is it, that, that's the thing is there's more there's more distractions now than ever before
1: you know like before it was just like oh people are drunk and driving and all this stuff or people are you know but now like this the thing that's even probably like at least maybe even scarier than people drinking and driving is people phoning and driving. You know, people are looking down at their phone, they're texting or they're changing their music or they're, you know, all sorts of things. So it's uh it's crazy times.
0: Everyone's a narcissist. Oh, I'm fine. I'm good. I know what I can focus on my phone. Yeah, they, and I'll, I'll the road. be honest.
1: There was a couple times where, you know, in my early, mid, early to mid twenties, when I would, uh, text and drive at times, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't as much anymore. I do a lot of the voice texting now, so I don't have to worry about texting and driving with like my, you know, I'm not paying not, not paying attention. But there was times I remember like before, you know, you really had those Apple play and shit like that in your car. I would look down and text. I remember one time I looked straight up and I ran straight into a curb. And then there was another time where I've, there was multiple times where I almost hit a curb and I was able to get away from it quickly, but like it, it happens. And it's, I mean, everybody should do this exercise, drive around, and just look around at the cars around you, you will see that six, seven out of 10 people are looking down at their phone if they're not already in the middle of texting or anything like that. Like we are just very distracted by our cell phones.
0: My favorite move, it's been illegal to drive and talk on the phone with it up to your ear for, I don't know, 15 years now. But the people that just do that thing where they hold it like uh, five inches in front of their face vertical, it's like, what the fuck is the difference, you dumb piece of shit? If anything, you're celebrating it for a cop to see you talking on your phone, you moron.
1: Yeah, if anything, if I was going to be talking on my phone, which I haven't had to do in years with, uh, without like, you know, Bluetooth and stuff while I'm driving, is I would just put that shit on my lap and have it on speaker. Yeah. Then it could just look like I'm singing or it could look like I'm just having a mental breakdown with myself, which or honestly, your, both are also very possible situations. Or you're on your Bluetooth phone <laughs> with your car. Yeah, exactly. Or that you're right. I don't even need to go those other routes, but, uh, no, I agree. You, you, you rarely do see it. It was actually my, uh, my roommate actually yesterday. He was, uh, got a call from his brother when we were in the car. And I think it must've just been one of those things where he didn't want, he wanted the conversation to be private. So he took it off of Bluetooth and was holding it. And I was, I thought about that actually. I was like, wow, I haven't seen somebody that I've been in a car with actually talk on the phone, hold their phone while they're talking on the phone in a long and forever. And it's, yeah. you have to go to another state or country to see that. Yeah, no, I know it's, but uh, yeah, crazy stuff. But also just a really quick side thing. Like it reminded me when we brought up the drinking and driving, is it, uh, I actually came across a pretty funny video recently where they uh, talked about when they first made drinking and driving like illegal in some states. And it's all these hicks and they're oh, like, yeah. this uh, one guy's all like, man, I just think this is ridiculous. He's like, I I work 14 hour day. I like to have a couple beers in my car on my way home from work. And he's like, and then this one chick's like, they're taking away our rights to drink in our car. You know, we're turning more and more to a communist country every day. And I'm just like, holy shit, dude, there was different times in a different world. I've seen that video also. Yeah, It's hilarious. It's a great video. It really is. Cause they're dead serious. And it's like, they're almost, they're so convincing that it makes you be like, yeah, we should be able to drink in our cars.
0: Yeah. Hey, when they become autonomous, I'm all for it. Oh
1: yeah.
2: That's probably the most disappointing thing is how that was you know, like five years ago we're like we were like we're not gonna have cars in twenty twenty three. We're all, all robot drivers and like we're not even close to there
0: yet. It sucks. Andy autonomous vehicles are like maybe like twenty one hundred or something. What? There's oh, gonna be yeah. Astro Vans on the road for another forty years. Yeah, it's they 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 lied to us.
2: Remember, like Uber, like well, Uber's only going to have drivers, so it's going to be like it's the best company. It's going to be free, and it's like no. Yeah. Like there was one that like ran into people on the Oakland Bridge or something like a month ago, and it was like this sucks. Yeah,
0: well, pretty fun this world. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I've got more. Uh- Disturbing and very random news. I saw a headline uh, while I was at the airport uh, over the weekend and I I had to write it down. Uh, I've thought about this for, because there's always stories here and I'm always just wondering like, how big of a deal is this in other countries? Most other countries don't have the same, not all of them are uh, like this obviously, but some of them are a lot more lax. Some of them might even be tighter. I don't know, but uh, there's a lot of what we call pedophiles in our country. And that a pedophile is someone who is over the age of 18 and likes someone under the age of 18 is that a fair assessment? Uh, I, no, I think What if you're like a senior <laughs> in high school yeah. and like
1: you know, you turned yeah, 18 they, in September and your girlfriend doesn't of 3 of 2 years doesn't turn 18 till like April.
0: No, I think there's wiggle room on that kind of thing. I think they yeah, give you they're like Commonly a, referred to
2: as Romeo and
0: Juliet laws. Yeah, I think the, yeah, they're exactly, this, yeah. Uh, well, anyways, I, I saw this headline. I think and we understand what you're getting at, though. Take a guess at which country I'm talking about. They are considering changing the age of consent, and uh, it's currently 13, and they're thinking about moving it to 16. Country or state? Yeah, Idaho. <laughs> the country.
1: Oh, France.
0: Nope. Uh, uh, there's there's
2: places in America where it was 13 or 14.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah. this is a whole country. It's not a very whole big one, but I'm country. sure you're not going to guess it in a million years. Uh, Turkey,
2: Finland. No, it's Japan. Japan. Well, Ooh. I mean, they they wait till they're
0: 32, anyways. Exactly. It's it's yeah. more of like a, an honor code within yeah. there. Or they don't need the law to tell them that. But that got me thinking. I was like, well, where is it the the weirdest? Philippines age of consent is 12, and from what I've found online
2: the
0: youngest in the world is the maldives at nine years old oh, come on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what um, the fuck no i think there was a place called
2: epstein island where yeah, there there you no go,
0: yeah.
2: Uh, maybe that's where he had his island who knows it was somewhere but goddamn um, crazy yeah i mean why even have that at that point
0: just don't, don't even know. write a law. Yeah. Just like, oh,
2: they really mature after eight. <laughs> what fucking session of Congress did they have? <laughs> like, yeah, that seems good. <laughs> God damn it.
0: So disgusting. Uh, but like you said, I feel like in Japan, it's probably just, you know, like, well, she's 24 and I'm I'm twenty 26. That's That's too much. Will settle down. You have to have like twelve years
2: uh, with a robot dog first, and then you can <laughs> yeah. Then
0: oh my god! I didn't write this down, but I saw a headline that Spain is no longer making it illegal to have intercourse with an animal, so long as the animal doesn't have to go to the vet afterward. Oh my gosh! What a oh wow. So, wow. yeah, this whole world. Where'd dis- you say that was Spain? Dusting. Yeah, Spain. Oh, my God. Nothing like It could like have been a fake one. I, I don't remember where I saw it. I <laughs> didn't write that one down. Andy's saying that just reminded me. Nothing like celebrating that
1: Real Madrid sign today. I mean, that Real Madrid win today Then going home to like four dogs. So, yeah. Because <laughs> they're in Spain, Real Madrid. Yes. Yeah, we know where Madrid is. <laughs> no, so I'm saying it's like my joke saying if it's legal to bang your animals. Doesn't mean you should do it, but I'm saying that obviously somebody's saying they should do
0: it out there if they're allowing it.
1: Like you see not- what
0: What is their PETA say about that? <laughs> the animals like it like, oh, this- then you are the problem. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> weird. Very weird. And this is where we live. No wonder Bezos and Musk are trying to get to Mars. They want to get the fuck off this planet.
2: All right. Yeah. Well, I- what they could be trying to get off this planet because they don't like the laws here. As in,
1: now maybe they want. To. Yeah, they want it <laughs> less stringent. I mean, weird rich yeah. guys like weird shit. Like yeah. I would Mars. They're like, please bang all of our animals. <laughs> yeah. We don't even have a vet here. Why? <laughs> what was that Martian accent? Yeah. Oh, you guys
2: made it finally.
0: Okay. <laughs> I like. I mean, isn't it like the Marvin Martian accent. That sounded more like a, a waiter from France or a, a Greece or
1: something. <laughs> like the Ask Jeeves website. Do you remember that? Like I oh, feel like yeah. it'd be a guy like that that yeah. would like to reach you when he you landed Mars.
0: Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good? this way, so <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that's a disturbing uh, news story for you. Uh, now let's move on to a guy who makes disturbing movies, uh, M. Night. M. Night
2: Shyamalan has um, got a new contract, a new deal. So... um Similar to you know sports players, directors will sign contracts um, with with movie studios. Um, it's not the exact same thing, but uh, M Night Shyamalan had been working with Universal for like the last six movies he's made. Um, started working with Blumhouse, um, who is part of Universal, but the last I think couple of movies have been you know regular Universal movies. Um, but he's leaving to go to Warner Brothers, which is a uh, interesting because that was the whole thing a couple years ago where. Christopher Nolan got pissed at Warner Brothers and left them for Universal because he's like, oh, these people suck. And I hate Warner Brothers and I hate HBO. Um, and now M. Night Shyamalan is switching teams. So, um, yeah, you don't report on this stuff every day, but it is interesting in that like, he seemed to have a good relationship there. His career turned around uh, whenever that was, 10 years ago, and uh, now, now he's gone. And does that have anything to do with the last movie he made um, that just came out a couple weeks ago? Not a huge hit. It's it's made money. I'm sure it's made his budget back, but it's not going to make a hundred million dollars or anything. But um, part of the story is that he already has his next movie ready, um, just called Trap. I don't know anything about it, but uh, this guy this guy loves working. Seems like he's get he gets one out at least every other year. So um, that'll be with Warner Brothers next.
0: So yeah, pretty exciting. All right, tell us about the Hellboy reboot.
2: Uh, we're doing it again, Hellboy. We're doing it for a third time. So Guillermo del Toro made a couple of them in the 2000s. They're, they're good movies. I enjoyed them very much. Ron Perlman is Hellboy. Uh Then they tried bringing it back three years ago, four years ago with David Harbor. And I think it's, I never saw that movie. I heard it was really bad. A lot of problems with that movie. Um, it just kind of died, Made no money. Um, but now they're doing it again. And the, 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 the original creator, original writer, of the comics is like, I'm going to write this one this time and make it real authentic, which is what they always say. Um, but it's, I guess it's happening and it's Hellboy the crooked man. They already have the title. It's based on a book that's already written and everything. So uh, they're ready to go with this one, but will this one be any good or it will just be worse. Yeah, I never got into keep that going. So, um, I, I mean, he's an interesting guy. He's, he's a boy of hell, you know, he's a, an offspring of the devil. I believe. Comes to Earth and he's just kind of a big guy, and he wears a trench coat. I'm, I think it's cool, but yeah, I never saw the Hellboys. I think you know, my dad used to watch them, but I never got into them. Yeah, I mean it's cool, weird creatures and shit, and you know you got Ron Perlman in a big red suit. He's Got to fight him. And it, it was before like the big comic book craze and everything. It was sort of like 2005 or something when that came out. So, um, I don't know who will be it this time. Who will be the Hellboy? You got to have like a big guy. You know, uh, Jason Momoa. <laughs> uh, Jason Momoa as Hellboy.
0: Yeah, there you go.
2: Yeah, he's like, could Hellboy have hair? He like,
0: yeah. have to. It's in his contract. Yeah, <laughs> all, right. all yeah, right. We should do uh, that. What about Tobey
2: Maguire? Yeah, I mean, he's not a big guy, but you know, he's an actor. He could pull it off.
0: Well, because it should be makeup. called Hell Man, otherwise.
2: Yeah, I think because they found him when he was a boy. I don't know. Toby Maguire can play a boy. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't age, Um, I believe. like Could be a beginner, like an yeah. uh, origin story. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could also be 100% cartoon and just have a voice, but that's no fun. I like having no. people be people. Yeah. You know, put him in that big red suit. That's cool mm-hmm. shit. Pretty good.
0: Play Santa next. Yeah.
2: And by red, I mean like red skin and everything, but you know. um uh. mm-hmm. Because he wears, like, a trench coat, too, so.
0: Yeah. It's always a cool outfit. Yeah, I think because that's the
2: only thing that fits him, is trench coats.
0: Oh, come on, Andy. you've ever been to Big and Tall, they'll fit him. He's bigger than, like, Boban, even, I think. I don't know. Yeah, but this is America in 2023. (laughs) We have, like, XL is the new small. Yeah. We'll fit you. We'll be fine. That'd be a good ad. Yeah, we could fit Hellboy in here. (laughs) Yeah. Come on up. Step on the scale. All right. Let's talk about I Am Legend.
2: Yeah, this one is interesting. I think it's a good idea, Uh, but they're going to make an I Am Legend sequel, which I Am Legend came out maybe almost 20 years ago at this point. Uh, Will Smith movie made a lot of money. I think people all know it. it? Yeah. It's a great movie. Um, Now, here's the thing. Do you remember how it ended? (laughs) Yes, I do. Um, in the theatrical ending of *I Am Legend*, um, Will Smith does not make it. He's now we can do spoilers, doesn't he? Hold a grenade? Yeah, he sacrifices himself and lets like the he
1: came out in two thousand seven. Okay, that's so about twenty years close. Yeah, fifteen years. Yeah, ish.
2: Yeah, a little more than fifteen. Yeah, um, could be twenty years by this one by the time this one comes out. But um, that's true. Or by the time you're listening to this, <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, Will Smith sacrifices himself and lets like another character live, and then they like go to like a camp or something, and there's still people around. Um, that is not how that story is supposed to end. That is not how the book it's based on ends. Um, it's not how the other movies that were based on this book have ended. Um, and they filmed what the ending should be, and that is essentially that the character realizes that they're lost. Hum- your humanity is lost. And now they are the legend. They are the last or either the last or one of the last humans. And they are essentially the the vampire people or whatever are the new dominant species. And a human is basically like a centaur or something, right? They are a legend. Um, That's where the name comes from. Um, And that's a great ending. Um, And basically the character learns like, okay, well, I I just got to live my life. I can't be like raiding these people's houses and killing them because they're basically people. I'm like a monster to them. Um, But they didn't go with that ending. They went with the like, okay, the good guy wins ending and humanity has hope. Um, But that doesn't make any sense for the sequel, especially if we need to bring back Will Smith, who is supposed to be dead. So they are saying that just go watch the deleted scene of the, of the original ending. And that's how we're going to continue on with this movie, which is crazy to me that you could do that. But I think everyone's on board with that, right? You don't, you're not going to get too worried about that.
0: No, I, uh, I liked that movie a lot and I wouldn't mind seeing another one. I mean, who? how many movies do they hit golf balls off an aircraft carrier? <laughs> yeah. Um, bring right, back know, I the German counted. Shepherd yeah. too.
2: Yeah, I think the dog did die. Uh, for the really dog not. that played that him probably died too. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's some rumors that like Michael B. Jordan will be in this, then he'll be another human survivor. Um, so that'd, that'd be good that they're, you know. I think they could work well. He was oh, in a boxing ring when yeah. the virus struck. No, he'd be a kid, right? That would be yeah. the, the story there. Yeah. Um, but it seems like Will Smith is saying yes to every sequel now. He's like, he Shit, has no choice. I'm, I'm, fucked. I need to just do everything I can. So, um, yeah. And I think that the the writer here said like he watched The Last of Us, and he's like, fuck, I'm like this stuff still sells. So I need to, I need to get on this. We need to make I Am Legend too. So. Yeah. And if I remember All that movie, that made a lot of money. That was like when people were like, Will Smith can do no wrong. He is on fire. He is very responsible with his hands. Yeah. Everyone loves him.
0: Well, with this getting, uh, you know, a sequel, where is uh, World War Z at? Number two. I don't know if that will never happen. Come on. That one was set up for a sequel. I know. David Fincher said he was going to make it. Was that the it. one with Brad Pitt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that one in theaters. Yeah. I would say I like that one more. I don't really remember it. That had the swarm zombies that could like clump oh, right. themselves yeah, you know, up. I
1: remember they were trying to climb that wall
0: at the end. Yeah, or that shit was crazy.
1: I'm really not a big zombie movie guy. I don't know why. Just never have been.
0: I'm not for most of them, but I, uh, there there's certain ones like these that are like, oh yeah, this is pretty fun. I mean, any, any end of the world scenario, um, it's like that line from the Big Shore, uh, like overheard in a bar in D.C. Everywhere, everyone on the planet is deep down waiting for the end of the world. Uh, I think most people, journalists want it way more than everyone else, but everyone has it on their mind at some point.
2: Yeah, I think there's a lot of people who fantasize about that stuff. Um, someone that Tony knows very well has oh, yeah. long fantasized about Oh yeah. that Tony knows getting, Fauci. Yeah. Getting into the armory, that kind of
1: stuff. Yeah. Cool shit. Go call Bert and Reba. He's, and he's, he's still yeah. ready. Yeah.
0: He is still ready <laughs> if the time comes. Mark my words on that. All right. Well, let's move on, Andy. Let's talk about scheduled releases. Um, well, before
2: that, I talked about the Tetris trailer, which is uh, out now. You can go see um, coming to Apple TV, March 31st tetris and yes you heard heard that right the tetris movie you can Um, play it on the big screen so no this is not a movie where the blocks come to life and they have to make lines or anything Uh, it is the story of how tetris got to be on the game boy um so if you didn't know tetris was made by a russian man and back then in the 1980s um if, you made, if you're a Russian man and you make something, it doesn't really belong to you. It belongs back to the state, to the Soviet Union, to, I don't know, Gorbachev or whoever. Um, so to get that out of there and get it into the hands of you know Japanese and American consumers, that's quite the task. So uh, this looks to be the story of a businessman who has to go and convince the Russian government to allow them to sell this game and allow it to be on uh, the Nintendo Game Boy, which is where it became um uh, originated became super popular but um and now it's everywhere i'm sure you could play tetris on a tv on a plane probably everything right at a gas station
0: yeah it's uh, it's as simple as you know that game snake i think it was called on your phones yeah. from the first phones ever so
2: i don't know I, I love tetris big part of my life so maybe i'll check this out um Taren edgerton of the um elton john movie as well as the kingsman is, is the star here so
0: now is it true he's playing the l-shaped blocks um the
2: actors are not playing any of the blocks i'm sorry oh. just all human characters i believe so got it um there's no like adam sandler pixels style stuff here in this movie
0: okay um all we right got, well
2: I mean, we got that? a tetris movie and a mario movie coming out like within the same week how lucky are we yeah. pinch me andy all All right.
0: Right. Do you want to talk about these other movies coming up?
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I had
1: to pour a beer. I don't know if you got that audio there. Um. Yeah, Andy. Uh, so we've been splitting a beer here. And Andy, I think, forgot that we were splitting a beer. And gave him support it like he was maybe on like a cruise or something. Just no care in the world. Oh, yeah. Little did he know that... Uh, I would have liked some as well. But anyway, yes, we would like to move on to some, uh, some blockbuster films. Yeah,
2: so um, the movies are back. Maybe not in the way they used to be, but there are movies coming out. And um, would you guys be interested in uh, knowing when they come out, what big releases <clears throat> are coming? Uh, cause yes. I, I, I got them here. So I think this week we'll do the uh, the big blockbusters. And then next week I'll uh, go through the, the schedule of like. Smaller movies that are still kind of interesting and then some other uh, streaming releases are these as well.
1: Coming, are, are all these coming to theaters? These are all the
2: theater movies. And oh, wow. These so are, the
1: movies are back
2: then. These are what I think are the big movies, movies that will make maybe $100 million or more. Um, and we had our first one of the season already with um, Ant-Man uh, that kind of launched the, the year, I would say. Um, but we also have more coming. Um, especially, we got four of them in March that I, that I qualify as blockbusters, so... Uh, Starting March 3rd, we got Creed 3. So wrapping up that trilogy, Jonathan Majors as the bad guy who he has to box. Uh, I'm thrilled about this. This is going to be entertaining, even if it's not good or doesn't have any great character development or anything like that. It's going to be people fighting, and it's going to be good. I trust it. So um, that's coming in a couple weeks. Uh, Then March 17th, we got Shazam! Fury of the Gods, the sequel to uh, Shazam!, um, another comic book movie. Probably not going to be a huge hit, but be something. You got Helen Mirren in this one. You know, she's she's still doing stuff. She's old, but she's all over the place still. And then uh, March 24th, we got John Wick Chapter oh, 4. Oh, that's our boy that's, Joe. It's exciting. They announced uh, John Wick Chapter 4 is going to be nearly three hours. Um, nice. Insane, but <laughs> I don't know. The, the movies keep making more and more money. If you look at it, it's like, oh, the first one made like 50, and then the second one made like 100. Third one made like two hundred, so maybe he this one. He kills
0: the entire population <laughs> of Wyoming.
1: Yeah, he probably could. You know what's with, funny is I think I one, only saw the third one. Really? I don't even, no, no, I don't know. I think maybe whichever well, I one think I saw. I think all you need was. to know is that his dog dies. <laughs> it well, that's it. the whole reason why I think they kept making more. Yeah.
2: Oh, I mean, they, they just keep getting more and more popular. So.
1: The dog dies by the dude from a Game of Thrones,
0: right? Yeah, they that's right. Lost his
1: dick though.
2: Yeah. So I
0: mean,
1: I mean, what's worse, you know.
2: I don't know. It oh. was a beagle dog, so it made me very sad.
0: Yeah, you have a Snoopy.
2: Yeah.
1: How did he even kill the dog again in that? He just kicked it or something? I don't know.
2: It just choked it. It was a little puppy, so. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Well, somebody does. Um, um, and then in end of March, March 31st, we've got Dungeons and Dragons on her among thieves. So oh boy. Anything <laughs> um, gets made. I don't know <laughs> if this will be a blockbuster or not. I put it on the list. That'll Dungeons a, and Dragons yeah. is popular. It'll be a blockbuster for some. <laughs> Um, it looks to be like big budget fantasy movie with you know dragons and shit. I mean, how many seatbelt
0: extenders are required in that theater?
2: <laughs> I I cannot tell you. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a a person who plays that game. What is
1: that game? Like, because the people that do play it, it's a, it's it, a tabletop so game. They've said before that like the people like some of these like odds makers that set the lines. They said is they would have these guys that were like super good with numbers that were basically he said like just these dudes that would play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. I swear, like this is what I've heard before about some of these.
2: Like I've never played it, but from what I, I've seen is like there's someone who like writes the story in real time as you play it. So like they're kind of like the the master. I don't know. They they make the rules. I don't know how it works, but um, it's a big deal. But this is going to be a a movie set with those rules, those creatures. I don't know. Chris Pine's in it. Michelle Rodriguez. There's people. Hugh Grant. Um,
0: Hugh Grant. (laughs) Yeah. What?
2: He needs needs to get paid, you know? So, um, and then after that, the next week, we continue with video game movies, the Super Mario Brothers movie. I think this is going to be a huge hit because kids still love Mario. People that are my age still love Mario. People who are like 50 love Mario. Um, and I think the general public loves Chris Pratt, despite um, him being a little made fun of a lot in among the internet people. I think people still like him. So, um. I think it's going to be a huge hit. So that's, that's April 7th. Um, and then not much competition. I don't have another blockbuster until May 5th with, uh, gardens of galaxy volume three. So, um, this is going to be the last of that series. I think this will be the biggest of the, uh, Marvel movies this year. Um, and again, it's Chris Pratt. So Chris Pratt gets, gets two whole months to himself. So he gets the super Mario and he gets gardens of galaxy. So a uh, nice run for him. And then, uh, later in May, May 19th, Fast X. Um, I'm sure you're excited about it. Jason Momoa is hunting Vin Diesel this time. I don't know. I don't care, but it will make a lot of money, especially overseas. These things sell because I think the dialogue is probably so nonsensical that they're just, they make sense everywhere across the world. Um, And then the next week, May 26th, we've got the little mermaid, another live action, Disney remake. Um, they haven't put it out a trailer, I don't think, but they have shown like some stuff from it. There was, like a picture of Flounder. Looks well, horrible. McCarthy's
0: oh. face, I think.
2: Oh, is she playing the the or bad lady? Big, oh,
0: God. big woman. They've always said that I they see saw it, it but I, I saw, saw that
2: Oh, I'm I'm I don't like these remakes to begin with. I never liked The Little Mermaid to begin with. This sounds like horrible to me, but it'll make a ton of money. Um, will it? It will. I mean, just despite the people freaking out about The Little Mermaid being black. Um, it'll still make a ton of money. Um, all of them have so far, even that Aladdin one made like a yeah. billion dollars. So um, then the, the week after that, June 2nd, we got Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse um, part one. So there's going to be part two, I think the next year, but um, one of my most anticipated just because it's such a, such a unique style of animation. Um, and you just get to have fun with a lot of different types of spider characters that, um, I don't think they're all returning. Nicholas Cage isn't coming back. I don't think John Mulaney's coming back, but that means we get to have fun with other Spider characters that we didn't even see in the first movie. So, um, and then after that, June 10th, we got Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. We got the Beast Wars crew coming into the Transformers franchise. This is great news. Um, Michael Bay not involved. Um, a new new team is taking over. But um, yeah, you watch that trailer. You got that big uh, gorilla beast that turns into a car or whatever um that's cool right no one's looking forward to that one i guess i'm
0: not impressed at all so far
2: (laughs) june 16th we got two big movies coming out we got the flash which we talked about last week and then we also got uh pixar's elemental um the trailer for elemental is very basic just one little scene and it already sold me i'm like you know these pixar guys they they know what they're doing um it's it's you know they they have talking toys they got talking monsters they got talking fish talking cars this time it's talking elements so like fire and grass and water and shit and just like i don't know they don't they don't they have weird ideas but um these movies always work so i'm on board um and then end of june june 30th we got india jones and the dial of destiny whoa yeah uh, yeah i'll watch this 80-year-old
0: Indy swinging yeah. in on a rope, kicking ass. Yeah.
2: And then a couple weeks later, July 14th, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Um, I'm very curious to see how this does with after Top Gun. Um, I think people are definitely going to be on board. I never. hundred billion. Seen, I haven't seen any of these movies, um, oh, but I fun. bought I bought the entire box set, and I'm going to watch them all before this movie comes out. Because uh,
0: A great yeah. tune.
2: Yeah, and a little theme song. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. I mean, they go back to 1996, I think, is when the first one came out. So, long, long running franchise.
0: Yeah, and that was when it was a lot of bullshit and voice changers and faces and shit. Yeah.
2: Uh, The week after that, we got another twofer here. Uh, Two very different movies. We got Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. Big time, um, and then we also got uh, the Barbie movie. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, very different, but which one are you forward. seeing first, Andy? Yeah, it's a tough choice. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, the Barbie movie, Simu Liu is in it. So, oh no. um, we have to we have to support our, our new favorite guy, <laughs> um, but also Ryan Gosling and uh, Margot Robbie, of course, as Barbie. So, um, yeah, I want to see more from that, uh, but I, I will probably check that out, especially with my. Movie pass, um, you know, it's free. Now here, the next week, here's one that I think you're going to throw a fit about. Um, And this was actually a recent change. So Disney made some changes to their schedule. Um, They moved a movie up. A movie called The The Haunted Mansion is now coming out July 28th. I mean, it's Um, too early, (laughs) but I'll watch it on Disney Plus in October. you, You cannot, you just can't deal with that. Um but I believe Danny DeVito's in this among a million other people. So I'm I hope I'm, he
0: pay, plays a troll or a, a yeah. ghost
2: penguin. No, they did announce the people that are playing. You know that the the hitchhikers at the end. I think they did announce who those people are going to be, so that's pretty good stuff. He
0: could have played um, the really short one.
2: Yeah. Um Yeah, the Eddie Murphy one I guess didn't really work, so they're doing it again, but you yeah. know. Hopefully it's great. Uh, but yeah, they moved it up. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. It just seems like maybe by the time it comes to Disney Plus, it will be October and that's perfect timing.
0: Yeah, I think um, that's what it is. It yeah. has
2: to be. Um, and that's kind of like the end of this, the big summer movie schedule. So uh, the next big movie we have coming after that is October 6th. We got Craven the Hunter, uh, the Spider-Man universe movie with Aaron Taylor Johnson playing Craven uh, Russell Crowe in this as well. Soon to be Bond. Yeah. Um, you will see. He's got to make Craven too, probably first, right? When Craven makes $500 million in its first day, you know, um, I have no idea if Craven's actually going to make any money. I think it'll be better than Morbius.
0: But, Is this a, uh, f- what? a follow up on that show? That's so Craven. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you should look up Craven. He's a, he's a big man who wears like a lion uh, vest. He's a good guy. You know, he hunts, he tries to kill Spider-Man because he's the most dangerous animal. Um, Oh, so he's just a dentist? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think he has any powers. He's just a very good hunter. Yeah. <laughs> now Aaron Taylor Johnson's going to play him. All right. yeah. Uh, then uh, November 3rd, we got Dune Part 2. Um, so out. I'm I'm 100% in. You got Christopher Walken joining the cast. It's great news.
1: A, Christopher Walken. Yeah. You got to stay in his voice. Uh,
2: November 10th, you got the Marvels. This was the big um, delay from Disney. This was supposed to come out in July. Um, it has now moved back to November 10th. Uh, I think they want to put some more space between all the Marvel movies. So this is the uh, follow-up to Captain Marvel, which made a lot of money. Um, this one will probably make a good amount of money, but we'll see. It's going to go to space, I think. So, yeah, November 10th. Uh, then November 17th, we got two movies coming out. We got The Hunger Games Ballad of Songbergs,
1: Songbirds. <laughs> what did you say just now?
2: I don't know. I said Songbirds. I think it's like a jewish person or something um i don't care but hunger games were popular right or are they not popular at all Do you think kids still read that book or is that just like a, a moment in time where those were popular i never read the book well i didn't either i don't read books but like people did read them
0: <laughs> yeah um, i don't know i don't have my uh my hand
2: on the pulse will of this have that, jennifer Lawrence in it no this is a prequel so oh, um you remember um What's that guy's name? Donald Sutherland was like the president or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. I believe it's like him as a teenager or something like that. And, and how it played, all got to become. Yeah, how they built a fascist government that made the Hunger Games. I don't know. But I got to rewatch that maybe. I think that I think it'll be a hit. I think people still like that. Um then we also got Trolls 3 coming, so Oh boy. Um what's great about that is remember Trolls 2 came out like the day the pandemic started and really like I think it's its Trolls, Trolls 2's fault probably. um it wouldn't have spread as fast if it weren't for trolls too um i think these movies are are a hit i've never seen any of them but i hated troll dolls as a kid i fucking hated. it what who are they hit for like kids yeah i think it's a big kids movie it's an animated movie
1: yeah yeah no i know but like trolls are i fucking hated the trolls dolls they fucking weird me out the hair the hair and then like okay so you know what's funny about that is is that a friend of mine when she was pregnant that she was a, she dressed as a troll's person because she already had like the stomach. So she put like the circle around it and then had like the wig with the hair up. It's pretty good. Yeah. I don't, kids still like it, I guess.
2: Um, horrifying shit. Uh, then November 22nd, we have Wish. Is this, this is right like, around Thanksgiving. This must be the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, Wish, which is a Disney movie about the wishing star. It's one of the dumbest premises I've ever heard, but it's a Disney animated movie and those m- make a lot of money. So. Uh, this probably will as well. Uh, then December 15th, we got Ooh. Wonka. I'm excited. What's we this got Wonka. It's young Wonka. So it's him before it's, he had the chocolate. It's yeah, Chalamet building cool. his chocolate empire. Okay. Um,
1: I can get down with it. I don't, we've seen Wonka, I don't think, I think we've
2: seen anything from it. So I don't know. But like
1: people love Wonka. You I know? think people will be interested in that yeah. because it's like, you know. It's a cool character. Him uh, before. Yeah. Before, obviously, he, he did all this.
2: Yeah. How did he invent well, chocolate? Who gave
1: him the keys to
2: the chocolate? Well, factory? I think he built that factory. He didn't inherit someone else's factory. He built it with his bare hands and slaves that were little guys.
1: Oh, that's right. I forgot they had the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> but what's going to be interesting is where did he find those Oompa Loompas? Yeah. They don't talk about that. I would like, I think we'd all like so a backstory about the Oompa Loompas. There's a, a story.
2: I don't, I don't know the whole all the details on it about how they edited Roald Dahl's books.
0: Sean, did you see this thing this week? I heard about it. They're taking so. out any mention of woman or man because <laughs> yeah. that's offensive.
2: Roll Dahl was stupid. like a horrible anti-Semite. Um, like we had, they like went through his books to find like things that were offensive or something, um, including like the Oompa Loompas were basically slaves if you think about it, and it's really kind of creepy. Um, so I don't know what this movie will do about that. They're but- not real people. Oh, how yeah, they, dare you! Yeah, they were. <laughs> they're sentient beings. They're orange, <laughs> but they're sentient beings. Well, I think is
0: they were like... painted, right? Uh, that's a good question. I don't think so. I think they were just like he created them. He like, has a, a a river of uh, yeah. chocolate, Andy. That's not real. No, and,
2: in the books, like he does capture them from another country and makes and brings them over to his factory. See, that's
1: what I like is when you read the and books, that's crazy shit. like the early books of a lot of these little. I guess you can call this a fairy tale of like mm-hmm. these little fairy tales and stuff. Is like a lot of things. A lot of them are dark. Like, I know Peter Pan's oh, yeah. pretty dark. You know, there's a good conspiracy. Well, all, all
2: of Roald doll stuff is fucking There's a high. good
1: conspiracy about uh, Peter Pan and Captain Hook, about how they say that Captain Hook's actually the good guy and Peter oh, Pan's yeah. the bad guy because Captain Hook is actually trying to protect the kids while Peter Pan is going over there and trying to, like, get them. Yeah, he's corrupting those youth. And I agree. Being a yeah. man with a mustache, Captain Hook has a mustache. <laughs> he never once goes after the kids. And the only reason he went after Rufio is because Rufio wanted the smoke. Oh. Rufio went against him. <laughs>
2: Well, that's not Peter Pan. That's I know fake, that's not. That's that a was a fake version. That was the yeah. hook. So, I mean,
1: yeah. Peter Pan.
2: <laughs> uh, then wrapping up the year in, in the big blockbusters is Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. This is the biggest blockbuster of the year? It's wrapping up the year. Oh. It's the last one, December 25th, Christmas Day. Uh, the last movie made a ton of money, um, but no one really knows how this is going to go. DC's doing their big reset. Jason Momoa is probably not going to be Aquaman after this um i don't james wan's probably never going to make another dc movie which is good keep making keep producing movies like megan and shit like that you don't need to be making comic book movies um i don't know it'll
1: it'll be it'll be a movie sorry andy (laughs) looking at this list i'm gonna put you on the spot what are the what of these what are they going to be the top three movie money bringers money money. like what's gonna be the the, what's gonna bring the most money out of these all these movies just don't have to be in any act- order. Just what three
0: action figure movie.
1: I think it'll
2: be Mario. I think it'll be guardians. And do we ride Tom Cruise? Do we, I, don't, I think, I think maybe for which one
1: mission impossible, dead yeah. reckoning. You don't think little mermaid will do it. No. Yeah. Actually no. I, I agree with you, Sean. because I think a lot of people, I hate to say a, it, a but lot of the, lot the of moms are pissed. upset. Yeah. So I think they will. I think there's, I think too much of half the country won't allow their kids to yeah. see it, to be honest. But, but I agree. Somehow, I think, Little
2: Mermaid made zero dollars in Idaho. I, don't know.
1: Eh. I think, obviously, anything that's Avengers, where's that at? Or oh, no, Guardians of the Guardians Galaxy. Of Galaxy. I mean, Ga- yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, probably. I would say, ah, fuck. I mean, not Dungeons and Dragons. No, definitely not Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, Spider Man's really popular, though. Is that like the cartoon? Yeah, but it's a one cartoon. One, yeah, like, that's so what I thought. It's kind of limited. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, people like Creed but I don't know about top three. Nah, it's eight. March too. It's, it's oh, too early. True. It's
2: too early. You got to get those summer people. Well, shit, dude,
1: maybe what, what's the Marvels?
2: That's another Marvel movie yeah. with Captain Marvel, but people don't like her because yeah. she's does commercials for Hyundai or something. I don't know.
1: Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> All righty. Well, okay. Yeah.
2: Oh, sure. Yeah. Then next we've got the other movies, the maybe more interesting stuff. We'll tune
1: but- in when, uh, the end of the year and we'll see what, uh, Andy, mm-hmm. if he was right, yeah, I'm sure he's going to get at least. Do oh, the highlight them. Six percent of them, right? Yeah.
2: See, I wouldn't. Uh, no one would have predicted Top Gun last year. No, you're right. And it was, it was Top Gun one. and um, Avatar were number one and two. Marvel
0: wasn't didn't crack the top two, so. which is good. It's refreshing. Yeah. All right. Uh, is that uh, it for the movie uh, pre- previews? Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get into what we've been watching, but before we do. That portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works for the dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code... Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. They're going to give you a 65% off at checkout just because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com, plug in promo code Tony for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for.
1: It had been a while since we did that. I think Ian and I were a little rusty, actually
0: yeah we had that uh, special for the shop Felicia Nicole but that ended on Valentine's Day. so if you uh, missed it, the mark there uh, you can still shop com. but we have no specials to give at the moment. All righty all right uh, offroad how many do you have?
2: Well I've got five on the list but I'm not like going deep onto these so don't don't okay. worry
1: Tony Katz honestly I don't think I have anything other than what we all watched together I guess after last week damn I have one I had a pretty scary dream if that <laughs> oh. counts. it was honestly <laughs> horrifying actually I, I think I will talk about that alright yeah I mean it was I was watching it <laughs> But, uh, Andy, knock out a couple here. Huh? Yeah, I'll start.
2: I'll, I'm going to start quick here with uh, with South Park, which came back for season 26. Oh, I wanted to watch this. This so, pissed off the oh, royal yeah. family. So the have they been off for a little bit? or uh, They come out every year. Okay. So. Just like The Simpsons? Yeah. I mean, they do only do 10 episodes, I think, a year now. It's very light. but Whoa. Um, but does The Simpsons still do like 30? Yeah, I think so. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Um, there's been yeah, two episodes out. Uh, the all second over one, the news. Yeah, the second one was about um, Prince whatever and, and Megan. Um, and the reason I had to check it out is because um, one of the plot points is they go on a they go on the world of privacy tour where they interrupt events and stuff to say, like, we want our privacy, you know, which is a funny joke there. Yeah, pretty. Well, cool. One of the events they interrupt is a Brooklyn Nets game at Barclays Center where they're taking on the Los Angeles Clippers. Oh, and there is a cartoon Evita Zubac in this episode, <laughs> <laughs> and forever I will have that image. Um, I want to save it and frame it, maybe. Um, just great stuff. I mean, also some you also have other players. What you should do
0: is have him sign it.
2: Uh, if I could, yeah, I would. It's a, you have to do this. I wonder if he knows about it.
0: Uh, just, he's young. I'm sure he uh, does. It's,
2: it's great. It's great stuff. Um, and it, it's you know, South Park does the quick turnaround. Uh, they got bridges on the nets. Pretty cool. Um, so they they really took like.
1: Wow, that is a quick. They, they, <laughs> yeah, I always was impressed by South Park, how they were well, always quick.
0: Didn't they do that uh, like documentary where it was like yeah, they days, start working yeah. on the show the the day like the ne- morning after the last one airs?
2: Yeah, I think they kind of have it like finalized, like the script and everything. Um, but yeah, they they animate it like in a week or something.
0: Yeah, you know. it's
1: crazy. Yeah, I was always impressed by that actually. And
2: like, the, yeah, it's only like a 10 second shot, but it's like yeah, let's we got real people. But Zubach is right there in the foreground, probably the biggest person you can see. And it's like
1: perfect warms my heart well they don't care about pissing off people they get fueled off of pissing off people. yeah and because that was the big thing with them when they first came on and they were on like the whatever shows they were on and stuff like the tonight shows and stuff is like they enjoyed who was it they really pissed off what they do it like the oscars or something or
2: i know they they wore they wore dresses to the oscars one time and they also (laughs) did drugs during the oscars like they did lsd or something like that (laughs) um but yeah i can't believe she took the bait And was like, made a statement about how this is offensive. And it's like, no, you don't do that. You just take it. If they, because now you're, now the entire season is going to be about, well, you you know, who else
1: took offense to it was the Yelpers. Remember that? The Yelp review people. That was
0: hilarious. Yeah. I'm a
1: food critic. Yeah. We talked about that. And like, the, whoever created Yelp or whoever like Ted Yelp or whatever was like, you know, my, the Yelpers, you know, they're very like important people or whatever. Like, they blah, blah, blah. But it's like, dude, it's, it's true though. I mean, I'm sorry, but like, they were accurate. You can't give them, Yelp is, you know, I got to, Yelp is helpful. Like, you know, you do Yelp a place and if a good amount of people say this place is trash, then good. But it's annoying when the people are like. But they extort you too. Yeah. Wait, what? Yelp extorts you. You have to, if you own a business,
2: Yelp will come after you like after like two years and be like, you need to sign up with Yelp and pay us a monthly fee. And you're like, no. And they're like, okay, well, we can't promise all of your reviews will stay up and they will delete the good reviews off your profile so, I've,
0: seen, I've seen stuff like wait that actually. is stallone running yelp is <laughs> yes. he the mafia running yelp
2: it is They're shaking i people don't down.
0: i don't like online reviews anyways because all it is is dumb assholes that are pissed off karen's yeah. if you well, will it's all
2: fives and ones
0: yeah there's no in between because uh, i oh my meal was i'm satisfied i'm not gonna fucking waste three minutes writing about it you go eat it yourself
2: yeah all right south park <laughs>
0: I I so I'd like to watch that episode. Um, and uh, good on HBO. them.
2: They're all they're all on HBO. So they have I haven't watched detail.
0: South Park. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Andy. I bought a season, maybe like season five or something, when we were kids, and I was so mad because I was thinking like, oh, it, it's not going to be bleeped out all the the curse words, and it was all bleeped out. Oh really? Yeah.
2: I mean, because yeah, they I I think they don't bleep stuff now because it's on. I mean, it still airs on Comedy Central, but it goes to HBO as well.
0: So, Is it bleeped on, Com- on HBO? I, I don't know. It's got to be, right? I think it's part of the show. Yeah. That's
2: interesting. I don't think about it. Um, but yeah, Tal- Tally was still running uh, a weed farm and everything, so it's good stuff.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen that show in forever. <laughs> so I have no idea. I,
2: I haven't watched every episode of the last 10 years, but you know, I when I saw this thing with Zubat, I was like, yeah, I'm checking this
0: out. <laughs> That's why. Yeah he brought out the fam Mm -hmm. all right uh do you want to do any more do you want me to do mine
2: yeah i'll do a a serious one here um a show called the fleischman is in trouble it's on hulu it came in came out like two months ago around thanksgiving time i think i finished up uh sometime last year um it's just an eight episode miniseries based on a novel so just a self-contained story Starring uh, Jesse Eisenberg as a uh, recently divorced man. I think he's supposed to be 41 years old um, it's in Manhattan. He's a, he's a doctor, uh, a very Jewish doctor. Um, again, is in Manhattan. Um, and it just kind of like tells the story of how he got to be into this place. And, you know, gets into his ex-wife played by Claire Danes, which is... Um, either brilliant casting or maybe like two on the nose because you kind of know where it's heading with her character just based on what she's most famous for now. <laughs> um, but yeah, good, good side cast, including uh, Lizzie Kaplan um, as like old college friend along with Adam Brody uh, playing a character named Seth, which is like I think they did that on purpose.
0: Yeah. So uh, he's from course, Newport Beach.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, they're, they're all New York people, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, the whole the whole deal is they they all went to the same like year abroad in Israel or something it's like so. It's a very Jewish show. I'll, it I will say like that it. they they do have bagels. I believe in the show at some point. So oh, who doesn't I just like have bagels? to? I just have to warn Myers Leonard if he's
0: listening.
2: Huh. Uh, but the show the is excellent. Um, just great. You know, it's got gonna have a beginning and an end. Um. Lizzie Kaplan's like the narrator of the show as well as the the character. And she's kind of narrating the story. Uh, I just found it fascinating. I was able to finish it over like a few days. Um, Really, really enjoyed it. I think Jesse Eisenberg is very good at one thing. I was thinking about it. He is like a specialty pitcher. You are not going to get, you know what character you're getting out of him, right? Like he can't play anything else. But if he does this, he's, he's good and you know exactly who he is. Um, I also enjoy there's like multiple references to Facebook and I don't know if it was intentional or not, but it's just like, yeah, you invented it, didn't you? You, you really want to admit it. Um, but yeah, that's Fleischman is in trouble. It's, a, it's an FX show, but I believe it's only on Hulu, one of those deals. So,
0: All right. Yeah, fun. I don't think I'll watch it. <laughs> well, know. for anyone else. You never know. I think it was excellent. All right. Um, I can do one. I'll be uh, pretty fast. I started on uh, Netflix. I haven't finished it, but did some binging uh, up at my parents' house over the weekend. Full Swing. It is uh, a Netflix original documentary. uh, I think eight or 10 parts, eight parts, and uh, just following some of the big uh, pro golfers on the tour. And uh, it's exceptional. It, Adds a lot of depth to people that you usually only see, you know, four or five seconds at a time of them between, you know, here's, uh, you know, uh, Scheffler on the 18th green, and now we're going to go back to, uh, Rory on the, uh, T and off on the 5th. So it, it goes in depth with, you know, what they're working with. And e- each episode's a little bit, follows someone a little bit more closely. And, um, it's awesome. I mean, uh, our weather's shitty. I, I was planning on hitting a bucket of balls this coming weekend, but we, I think we're having a lot of rain. So I, I love it. Um, they, there was an episode. It might have been like the second episode. Um, Joel. Uh, Austin. Da, da, no, um, I'm blanking on his name. But uh, at the Phoenix Waste Management Open, it... And that that one looks like it's for the kids, and it, the whole thing just makes me think of uh it's Happy Gilmore. Shoot, yeah, shoot him, McGavin. Like, go back to your shanties. Um, that side of it, I I hope never happens with golf. Like, it, it's still kind now of. A, I think
1: the people of golf know and respect, and even the players that that is just for that event, and everybody goes wild. And okay. I honestly think the the golf people are okay with it because, dude, you they get have fun with it. They showed, I think, yeah. even in that documentary where I the guy the like shirt off, yeah, flashes the crowd and stuff, like lifts up his shirt. It's like. It's obnoxious and butter throw. I think it's good if it's just like one time. I don't think it needs to be a thing where everybody becomes like starts becoming reckless. Like I mean, the whole big story of the waste management this year was the dude that ran out onto the eight onto the hole with his in a speedo and was running around with his mullet. and it took them yeah. like thirty minutes to catch him.
0: But no, it's 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 very interesting and and insightful. I mean, it it doesn't focus on like you know. Their practice or anything like that, but more so on how important it is to qualify or how much money is on the line or, uh, you know, different things like that. So, you know, it's really cool. And I, I don't know what took so long in a world where everything gets a documentary. Um, what took so long for this? I mean, Tiger has the doc, sure, but that's so much more about his personal life than anything.
2: So, I think this is the, the third one Netflix has done. They did the race car one. They did a tennis one, and now this is the golf one. So, well, Um, yeah, obviously, we don't care about the race car one. but
0: I wouldn't. I hadn't watched either of the other ones. I didn't know there were other ones. I wouldn't watch the racing one just because I wouldn't know the people or tennis for that matter.
2: Well, I mean, I heard it's like an excellent documentary that really got people into
0: F1 driving, which is like. Oh, that. Okay, that one. I I was thinking Indy. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that one I heard was really good. Now, I will say, uh, don't be fooled by the uh, image they have, because it looks like a Happy Madison photo of a, a golf ball on a tee. Uh, that is, in fact, the documentary, if you are looking for it. So, yeah, yeah it feels like they copied literally Happy Madison. But I, I keep waiting yeah. for the old guy to say terrific.
2: Well, I'll be like 30 minutes in and I'm like, this is still bench warmers.
0: What's going on? Here? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. All right. Who wants to go?
2: Uh, let me do two weird horror things, and then we could talk about Scream, if you want, and Tony's Dream. Yeah, and My Dream, which was also oh, maybe right. scarier than Scream. Yeah. So, uh, Orphan First Kill. This is on Amazon. It's the sequel to Orphan. Uh, I was very interested in, in watching this just because of the weird idea of this. So, I'm going to go ahead and spoil the movie Orphan. It's like 15 years old. Um, but the premise is, like, they they, they adopt a, a Russian girl um, and then at the end of the movie, it's revealed that she is not an eight-year-old girl. She is, in fact, an adult woman with a uh, some sort of disorder that that uh, makes her appear to be a child still. Like um, Andy Milonakis. Sure, but he even looked more like an adult. Now, the thing in the movie is that the person was just a child actress playing the character. So mm-hmm. it's very believable that it, that person looked like a child because oh, they were a child. Um, so now Orphan First Kill is the prequel to this. And it is starring the child actress still as the character. (laughs) Okay, so she's a child actress is now a mid twenties woman, um, and she's now supposed to be playing um, a thirty year old woman who is supposed to look like an eight year old woman. so just doing that like math in your head is is crazy, and I'm like, I have to see what they do with this. Um, And it is super goofy. Like they have to like uh, do the tricks, like the perspective tricks, where she looks like she's only four foot tall um, and then like dress her up to make her look like
1: she's well, really I young. I didn't think <laughs> so about Hollywood's so
0: used to doing it the other way, making them look gigantic. I yeah. didn't think about that
1: because if she would have been like really like 11 years old or something, she would have been like, you know, four foot eight. But yeah. then now it's like she is like like five foot six. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it
2: looks super goofy at times. Um, I could tell this is a lower budget movie, but I think they, they probably made their money back and they did get this in theaters and now it's on Amazon. Um, it's not very good it uh, doesn't have great kills or anything or super susp- suspenseful moments. But it is very interesting um, that they were able to make this and that anyone thought it was a good idea. <laughs> uh, so I want to give them credit for for, for pulling it off. Getting it. Yeah, they're gonna say. So that was
1: the most important part is that they
2: thought it was a good idea. Yeah. Well, and they said, like we why can't we keep making them? The, right? We are if we made this one and we could just keep making more of them. She can keep going and killing people.
1: Yeah. Which is right on. And speaking of killing people.
2: All right. Next one. This next one uh, is, is something I found on Peacock. It is a movie. You know, it's loosely a movie called Body Bags. And it was originally uh, meant to be a competitor to HBO's Tales from the Crypt. So a, a TV show with 45-minute stories, um, horror stories with a little you know, thing where a guy introduces it and makes a joke and stuff. Um, now, the reason I wanted to check this out is because this was uh, John Carpenter behind this. So Ooh. I love John Carpenter. He Halloween. plays, yeah, he plays the, the the guy in the morgue before introducing the stories. And it's like the premise is he's like, here's this dead body. How do they get dead? And then he, then the story comes out and uh, he directed two of the segments. The third segment was directed by Toby Hooper, who did uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The original? Yeah. Oh, really? Really? So it had had still alive. No, but this this movie came out in '93. This is old. Oh, this is old. Yeah. So, um, and it was on like Showtime or something. Is John Carpenter still alive? He is, but he's been retired
1: for a decade. So he did. He created Halloween, or not created, Mm -hmm. but like, did he? I know he did the music, right? Oh yeah, and he still does music. So, just like a, who was our yeah. favorite musician from a what was it, John Fisher or something?
2: Yeah, Jeff Fisher because it was, it was a coach. So now, now stay tuned, Tony. Okay, okay, We got we got some good related stuff. Okay. So I turned this movie on, and um, I'm looking at the cast. It's got an interesting cast, including the last one is uh, starring Mark Hamill, which is like, oh cool, Luke oh. Skywalker. Um, but you have like Wes Craven is is in the the first one, just like a little cameo. Uh, Sam Raimi is his picture is in it. So it's just they're kind of like having all these horror guys, having friends join it. Um, But I see at the beginning of the movie, um, all three segments have the same writers. And uh, they're they're written by uh, a pair of writers named Billy Brown and Dan Angel. Now, I'm like, I know those names. They wrote 90 percent of the Goosebumps episodes. Oh, holy shit. Uh so I was like this is incredible that they they wrote like a real horror shit it didn't get picked up so they're like okay we'll just keep writing horror stuff but for kids this time. Um so it is kind of goosebumps level stuff. This is not a great movie by any means but just I had to talk about that thing oh, that nice. connection with the goosebumps. That that, that's, that's that's really cool. I did. think they're still working today probably making little horror things but um yeah that's on Peacock if you want to check it out. It's weird. Um is it scary at all? It's supposed to be scary. There's oh, okay. killings and the second one is wild. And I, I'll explain it to you after I don't want to talk about the whole thing. But okay, it's, yeah, no <laughs> it's hilarious. Um so yeah, that's body bags. You could see it on Peacock. All right. Do you have the last one? Or? Yeah, do you want to talk about scream and then I'll do the last one or what? Or do you want me to talk about this? I don't care. You can just <laughs> If you want to just finish up. All right. I'll finish with the the, the big release this week. Uh, Antum Antum man. Wow. Ant, Ant- <laughs> Man Quantum Mania. They did that on purpose. So it's uh, hard to, to pronounce. Um, big Marvel movie should be one of the bigger movies of the year. Uh, it's the third one. Paul Rudd returning as Ant Man. And um, if you pay attention to any of the reviews, this is the tied for the worst reviewed Ant- or Marvel movie um, on Rotten Tomatoes. And that's where I'm kind of addressing this movie is you can see there's a critical backlash. This movie is not the worst movie. It is not the second worst. It is not even in the bottom five, I would say. It is a fine movie that has some issues, um, but it seems like the the critics have really turned on it and have really decided we're not going to give Marvel movies a pass anymore. We're we're now into the 30s, I believe. Um, So we've seen it all before. Uh, so, in this movie, Ant-Man gets sucked into the quantum realm, uh, which means none of it is basically in the real world. So, the beginning is in San Francisco. You see it on the San Francisco streets. It's great. Uh, the rest of the movie is just basically a cartoon. And that's not great. It's it's like reverse Roger Rabbit is how I describe it, where it's real people put into a cartoon. Um and you could you could tell it's not it doesn't look great, and you don't get it. Kind of takes you out of it when everything is fake. Because I mean, even like sci-fi movies and alien planets and stuff, it's like it's real sets and stuff like that. This is this is weird. Um, it also removes the one of the fun parts of Ant Man, where he's like doing things with size, um, either like shrinking cars and driving them like they're Hot Wheels cars, or getting really big and throwing something or making something really big that was small and throwing it at someone, that kind of stuff. That's, that's fun. You lose that when you're no longer in the real world. Right. Um, So I think that's, that's a problem with this movie. Um, But what it does is that the last two years haven't done is it actually sets up what's going to happen in the future of the franchise. Um, It's the, the second introduction of Jonathan majors as Kang. The uh, the next big bad guy of the Marvel Universe. And uh, King's Kang's whole deal is he r- figures out in like the year 3000, he figures out how to not just time travel, but travel throughout all of the multiverses, which means he can team up with all the different versions of himself. Similar to like what we saw in Spider-Man. But think of a bad guy doing that, but with infinite versions of himself. Mm. Um, so that's the promise of this movie. We don't get there in the movie. Um, but that's what we're left with at, at the end. Is like think of the possibilities. So um, it's almost like the movie is basically just a commercial for the next five years of Marvel movies. And I could see why people have a problem with it, but I think it's fine. Uh, Bill Murray is in it, and he basically probably probably filmed for like twenty seven minutes and was like, "All right, I'm 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 gone." He might have like you know all those stories about how like Bill Murray walks into a restaurant and like eats someone's fries and stuff. Are those really stories. Um, there's all those stories on the internet like that. Is that one of the true stories? Um, they're like legends. People don't know if they're true, but they're basically the whole idea is Bill Murray can do whatever he wants, and he just—he's Bill Murray. He um, does feel, have that like kind of look to him. I feel like that's what happened in this movie. Is he's just like, I'm going to be in it. You're like, oh well, no, you got to fill up. No, I'm just going to be in it. You no, know, mm-hmm. just I'm just going to walk in on set. You no, know, I'll do some lines, whatever. You no, know, I'll, I'll I'll leave. And they're like, we can't say no. Mm-hmm. It's Bill Murray, so. Yeah, let's do it. And that's that's what it was. And now forever, Bill Murray is a Marvel character. So. Wow. Good for him. Pretty good. And it's implied that he had sex with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer at some point.
1: In this movie? Yeah. Or so in real let's... life?
2: Like real sex? Well, in the movie, the characters, not, not wow. the people. But that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer is still great, you know? Yeah, she is. I actually just randomly came across Michelle Pfeiffer the other day, like on the internet, not like yeah. in real life. real life. Oh, hey. <laughs> well... I guess I'll go on to my two things. It's uh, one of them was just the ones we all watched together last week. Scream five. I had never seen that one yet. And uh, it was uh, interesting. I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, the little, is it Ortega? Who's the little Wednesday girl. I don't know. She's, she's cool, but there's a, uh, I'm glad like horror's her ni- her niche, because it, it looks like it, it would be her thing. So, but I mean, Obviously not like, you know, they're not scary by any means. And it's like, you know, I'm the original, obviously, Scream with Ghostface and everything back in like 1996 or whatever was obvious or 98, whatever it was, was obviously perfect. I mean, he was a great villain. He goes down as one of the all time uh, <clears throat> villains. You know, he's a classic horror villain. You know, when you think of like the top like, you know, six, seven horror characters of all time, especially with these franchises, he's definitely one of them but uh you know nothing too crazy i mean i know it's a we all
2: watched it together but i mean it it was a lot of fun watching it with you guys who hadn't seen
1: it trying to guess everything i think the fun of these movies now is trying to find out who's gonna be the killer killer is and then like Um, scream likes to do the thing where they have multiple killers which makes it all the fake which i'm starting to learn like it seems like more movies are trying to do that like even with that movie sick they had two Mm -hmm. people at one point and it's one of those things but uh so, yeah, not much more to say about that. Obviously, you know, I'll be intrigued to see Scream 6, actually, just because I'm an, a fan of horror movies. And I've always got a little, I think be, being a genuine fan of horror movies like I am and like I know like you are as well. There's something about like the cult classics that you just, even if they're bad, you want to see them because there's something about them. There's something about the Halloweens, the Nightmares on Elm Streets, the, the Scream franchise about like you just want to, even the Texas Chainsaw, you just want to keep watching them because it's like it's still just, it brings back just, you know, some happiness maybe i don't know that's a weird thing to say
2: (laughs) but i get it yeah
1: but uh but the other thing i would say so (laughs) really quickly this will be very brief but i rarely have nightmares and i wouldn't even know if i don't even know if this was a nightmare but it was just scary nonetheless where i just had a i had a dream the other night and i don't remember what the premise really was but at one point i was walking in the dream and i'm horror i don't like snakes But like, I'm one of those people where I don't like snakes so much that I've always like visioned myself owning a snake because it's like, I don't like them. So it'd be kind of cool to actually own one, but I've just never, I mean, I've never liked snakes. I've never been a fan of snakes. I mean, there was one time where I had my hand in an irrigation control box at work and I was pushing the buttons to turn on the sprinklers. And I didn't even realize that a little garden snake was in there and was like right next to my hand. And I like threw it back and I like screamed, but anyway. In this dream, I'm walking and there's a snake on the ground, like just, you know, on the ground or whatever. So I like walk by it and I walk by kind of quick. And then for whatever reason in my dream, I then start running and I turn around. And as I turn around, this snake sees that I'm running. So the snake starts moving quick and then full on this snake gets on. It's like, like goes up, like as if a cobra was getting up and then is just running full speed at me way faster than I'm going and thank God I woke up because that's how I think you wake up from dreams is like all of a sudden your adrenaline actually spikes in your dream and I think it's enough to wake you up because like you know whenever you fall off a cliff in your dream it's like you wake up you never feel like yourself hit the ground and then
2: yeah in there's an inception yeah, like, um, yeah they make you film, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole, so, that's a podcast for its own so you watched uh anaconda I have not seen yeah, it. that on because I've now scary? here's the thing. I'm not a, a big fan
1: of water. Like I'm, I'll swim. Obviously I don't mind swimming, but like at the beach, I don't really, I never, I hardly ever go in past like my, my knees. Like I'm not like, I'm not about the ocean because first off I'm not the best swimmer. So I think like if the tide ever took control, I think I'd be fucked. And then also do you think uh, Anaconda takes place on the ocean? No, I know where it takes (laughs) place, but my point is I don't, the water. Okay. And so like, that's why I'm always saying like you throw in snakes in water. It's like, that's just game over. Plus those snakes in the water are like 20 times the size of like these snakes I see out in like the Canyon on a hike or something. Mm -hmm. Anacondas are no joke, but yeah, so that was my dream. And that's, that was (laughs) what I was watching, but I was watching it while I was asleep. That's uh, yeah, that'll do it for me.
0: All right, Andy, do you have any more? No, uh, we've wrapped up. All right, well, you've been listening to episode 312 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Thank you. And Tony Katz.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: See you later.